0: Hare Krishna everyone. Today we are very fortunate we have His grace so and renowned Vijayadas Prabhuji from York, Pennsylvania. And Prabhuji is going to enlighten us from Shrimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 5, and Verse 29. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, may I take over the call when you are ready. <coughs> Hey Krishna Prabhuji, are you there? Good evening, Vijayadas, Prabhuji.
1: Oh, sorry, Prabhuji, I was at mute. So, can okay. you hear me now?
0: Nah? Yes, so we can hear you. Okay, Prabhuji. Om oh, Ajnana Timarandasya Jnana Anjan Chalakya Kachurunimilitam Yenatasmai sri Gurve Nam Amau Vishnupadaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shri Mathe Vedanta Samin Niti Namine Namaste Saraswati Devai Avruvani Pricharine Nirvishishasunyavadi Pachat Deshatarine Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Brabunityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vashadiga Urphat Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Ram, 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 Hare Hare. Nāyanam namas trityānaam caiva devim sarasvatim vyāsam tato jaya mudirai. Nast nityam bhagavat sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Neshthaki Saranvatam Sokatha Krishna Punya Saravan Kirtana Hadiyanta Stohi Abhadrani Viduruti Surat Satam Krishna Yavasudevaya Deviki Nanda Naya Chah Nanda Goppa Govinda Yanamu Namaha Govinda So we are reading
1: today from chapter 6 Canto 6, chapter 5, verse 29 So verse 29 has no purport, so we read 29 and 34
0: Iti tanapirajindra Prejasarga dio me who paid tena praha That's thirty. Dakshayala samsaro gadto gemma on a Bratradam Bratravatsalaha
1: so Translation to word, uh, text 29 Translation by Śrīla Prabhupāda, Jaya Śrīla Prabhupāda. O King Parikshit, Narada Muni approached the sons of Prajāpati Daksha who were engaged in tapasya to beget children and spoke enigmatic words to them just as he had spoken to their elder brothers Translation to verse thirteenth O sons of Tatcha, please hear my words of instruction attentively. You're all very affectionate to your elder brothers, the Haryaswas. Therefore you should follow their path Purport by Shila Prabhupada. Jaya Shila Prabhupada. Narad Muni encouraged Prajapati Daksha's second group of sons by awakening their natural affinity for their brothers. He urged them to follow their older brothers if they were at all affectionate towards them. Family affection is very strong and therefore Narad Muni followed this tactic of reminding them of their family relationship with the Haryaswas. Generally the word Nigam refers to Vedas, but here Nigam refers to the instructions contained in the Vedas. Srimad Bhagavatam says Nigam Kalp Taror Galitam Falam. The Vedic instructions are like a tree of which Srimad Bhagavatam is the ripened fruit. Narad Muni engaged in distributing this fruit and therefore he instructed Vyasadeva to write this Mahapuran srimad Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, for the benefit of ignorant human society. Anartho pāsamam bhaktiyogam yogam samhitam. The material miseries of the living entity, which are superfluous to him, can be directly mitigated by the linking process of devotional service. But the mass of people do not know this, and therefore the learned Vyasadeva compiled this Vedic literature, which is in relation to the Supreme Truth, Bhagavatam 1.7.6 People are suffering because of ignorance and are following a wrong path for happiness. This is called Anartha. These material activities will never make them happy, and therefore Narada instructed Vyasadeva to record the instructions of Srimad Bhagavatam. Vyasadeva actually followed Narada and did this. Srimad Bhagavatam is the supreme instruction of the Vedas. Kalitam Falam, the ripened fruit of the Vedas is Srimad Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna! OM
0: NAMO BHAGVATE VASUDEVAYA OM NAMO BHAGVATE VASUDEVAYA OM NAMO BHAGVATE VASUDEVAYA <coughs> So, this
1: chapter is uh, named as Narada Muni, cursed by Prajapati Daksha. <coughs> So these verses, what we are reading now, they are uh, just before the, the the verse, which will come where Narad, uh, where uh, Daksha is going to curse Narad Muni. So background, <coughs> context of these verses, I'll just briefly go over. So in the chapter 4th, we have seen that how this Pariksit Maharaj is asking this. Uh, from Sukadeva Goswami, he wanted to know more about the creation of living entities within this universe. So, Sukadeva Goswami, Sukadeva Goswami started, he described the Prachetas, the, the 10,000 sons of Rachin Barhi, who were known as Prachetas, and they were ordered to create the population, fill up those whole, the whole surface of the earth based with living entities. Or, uh, see, so they, Pracheta, they went to perform austerities to beget children. So, while they were performing austerities for a long time, the trees and weeds grew outside, everything, the whole surface of the earth became like a forest, a dense forest, because there was no king to rule and uh, there was no farming done. So, when Mm, these Prachetas, when they came out of their austerities or tapasya, they were very angry and they wanted to destroy these trees and vegetation from the surface of the earth But the moon god pacified them, consoled them, and he offered uh, that Apsara pramanocha. Uh, to pacify them or to satisfy them. And from the Pramalocha, Dacha was born. So, Dakshya, Prajapati Dakshya, he was creating demigods, demons, and human beings, too. he was creating this progeny, different species.
0: Yeah.
1: But population was not increasing. So, what he did, he took Sanyas and went to Vindai mountains to perform austerities. See, by his austerities, Taksha Prajapat he satisfied Lord Vishnu by offering him Hams prayers, which we have read in Chapter 4th, or Chapter 5th. And in this, the uh, so Lord, he got uh, blessings of Lord Vishnu uh, to enjoy the, the potency of, enjoy the illusory energy of the Lord. Lord saw that how the Dacha was eager to follow the path of enjoyment, He offered him that potency to enjoy the Maya Devi, Maya Shakti or the illusory energy of the Lord. And also, He offered the daughter of Panch Jan, named Panchjani Janni or a skinny. And uh, so that Daksha can, uh, panthi can help help in procreation, which was the objective of Daksha. So from panchjani jani or Askini, Daksha got ten thousand sons. They were known as Haryaswas. These Haryaswas and ordered them to go and create progeny. These Haryaswas they went to a place called Nara Saras to perform severe austerities. And uh, simply for material creation, so Narad Muni preached them the highest goal of life and advised them not to engage as ordinary karmis to beget children. So all the sons of Daksha they left never to return, and then Daksha lost their uh, his ten thousand sons, whatever, because uh, Narad Muni preached them and they left this path of uh, furtive activities and they, 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 ac- they accepted ad- or adopted the Nibrati Marg, path of renunciation. Daksha was not happy, angry, but uh, Lord Brahma pacified him. And again Daksha procreated another 1000 sons from Panjjani. They were known as Sablaswas. The Savalaswas, they again went to the same place, Narayan Saras and started to engage in severe austerities to prepare themselves, to get ready to beget the children, or to increase the population of the earth. Narad Muni approached the Savalaswas, which is being described in these verses uh, and soon after these verses, Narad Muni will be cursed. By Dacha. So this is uh, so this is the verse twenty nine. It tan api Rajendra praja sargdhio muni iti thus tan api tan means for twelve swas api Rajendra Rajendra is, uh, king Parikshit Maharaj is being addressed by Shukdev Goswami, as Rajendra, the king, the he king, and this thus. Oh, the, uh, all these uh, Samlasvas, these 1000 sons of Prajapati Daksha, Prajasarga Dhyo Muni, Prajasarga Dhyo, who are engaged in Prajasarga, the creation of progeny, austerities, to prepare themselves for this, uh, to beget progeny or beget children, Upet narada praha. Upet narada approached them. Upet narada He approached them. Praha and spoke vacha words. Kutani puruvat. Kutani. Prabhupada is translated Kutani as enigmatic. The dictionary meaning of enigmatic is something which is very hard to interpret or decipher or unentangle. So that's mysterious. Mysterious words. So, Vacha Kutani Puruvat. Puruvat means the way, the Puruvat means uh, as he had preached to their elder brother Dharia swas previously. Puruvat. So, and then he says, Daksha the verse 30th. It's a Daksha Yana Sam is the sons of Daksha. Savlaschvas here, so, so yeah, addressing the those uh, 1000 sons of uh, Daksha, the Samsrut. srunu means uh, to hear, samsrut means hear attentively, gaduto nigmam mama nigmam is the instructions, mam means my, my instruction, gaduto which I am speaking, anivikchat, anupadvim, Anvikshat means follow, Anupadvim the path, brahtralam which your elder brothers have taken, brahtralam because prathrvatala because you are very much affectionate to your brothers. So because it's very narad muni saying because you should follow the path, you should follow the path of your elder brothers because you love them, because you're very affectionate to them, because. Uh, you appreciate them, what they did, finally they got engaged in Nivratti Mark. So, Narad Muni approached them. So, why Narad Muni approached them? So, Narad Muni approached them because uh, they were performing severe austerities. And those austerities, what they were performing, they were good enough To get liberation, to get out of this material world, to go back to Godhead, but they are performing those austerities for fruitive activities to beget children. So Narad Muni, because the same Tapasya, they they could have been liberated by same Tapasya, so no extra Tapasya was needed. So uh, that is what we see, like, uh, around so much the Pashat in materialistic, uh, uh, we are uh, doing in this material world just to make money, just to earn some sense gratification, just to increase our sense of gratification. So this is, uh, everyone is working like 10, 12 hours a day, like, you know, just to increase our sense gratification. We are engaged, in, in we go through so much of anxiety so much of stress so much of uh, we we so much of pain and hard work and
0: uh,
1: just to increase our self gratification in this material world so the idea is if we have even if we have even uh, a part of this kind of tapasya uh, uh, austerity what we do for material self gratification if we do the same thing or uh, for attaining the Lord, attaining Krishna, going going back to Godhead, then we can simply. So it's very very easy to attain the Lord. If uh, we, if the people just chant Hare Krishna, follow this regulatory principles, and eat prasad, which is not even tapasya, they could easily attain Krishna. That is what uh, our scriptures say. That is what Prabhupada has. Uh, uh, preached and told us. So this is the process, this is very devotional service, it is an authentic uh, bona fide process and just following this, which is uh, not even tapasya, Is uh, Bhagavad, uh, Lord Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita chapter 10, the susukham kartuma abhyam, this devotional service is performed susukham happily. And that is not even tapasya, but it's still like you not know, so. We people we see that majority of population is putting so much of hard work in their materialistic sense gratification, but they are not attracted towards this devotional service of the Lord. So Narad Muni's the other reason why Narad Muni approached uh, Savlaswas was his goal is Narad Muni is. Uh, Travelling Preacher, like like, uh, Indra Jumna Maharaj has written that the book is called Travelling Preacher. It's a Diary of a Travelling Preacher. So Narad Muni is also a Travelling Preacher. And that was the curse given by Daccha that he will not be able to stay at, at one place. So Narad Muni is continuously travelling and uh, preaching. Uh, so he approached the because his goal is his goal is that every soul has to go to the spiritual world. And uh, that is the goal of all the preachers. When the preacher is preaching like now, he gives uh, his preaching and who whoever can take it, take it and take the benefit of it of it, and whoever doesn't take doesn't take like. Now. So Narat Muni is doing his duty. It's a duty of a preacher. The pure devotee like Narat Muni's efforts are not wasted pure Narad Muni is a pure devotee and it is one of the verses says Amug Darsana the so darshan of the Narad Muni the audience of Narad Muni does not go in vain does not go, is the Amug Darsana and when the Narad Muni is preaching someone Narad Muni's first they don't go in waste like now that person is transformed and uh, so that is uh, so in this uh, purport, uh, Prabhupada has written this beautiful purport and in this purport, we'll pick up some points from the purport and we'll discuss a uh, little bit more details of uh, those uh, points. So there are six main points in this purport which uh, we are going to discuss, the point, first point is, Prabhupada uh, says, Narad Muni encouraged Prajapati Dakshas second group of sons, by awakening their natural affinity for their brothers. So, natural affinity, this uh, word is being used in natural affinity. we all have natural affinity. Affinity means liking, being affectionate, loving, uh towards one's blood relations we all have that affinity that liking towards our blood relation which is natural for for us in our conditioned state not in our liberated state so in our conditioned state because we are conditioned we are in this body and we are conditioned uh, uh so this is is very natural for us to be affectionate towards our blood relatives. Uh Narad Muni used so this is saying muni used this affinity to change their mind, change the mind of Swas, changing the mind from whom? Not being, uh, being engaged in tapasya to beget children instead of that. Narad Muni wants them <coughs> to uh, use that renunciation what they have developed by his, their tapasya to attain the Lord to go back home, back to Godhead so this is the idea here the soul, every soul has a natural affinity towards Krishna this affinity towards our blood relatives, towards our family is just in because we are conditioned we are conditioned uh, we are in this body and we are conditioned, we think that this is my family, this is my relative, this is my son, this is my daughter, this is my wife. And that is why we, this is the conditioning and because then we are attached, when we are attached, so naturally we are inclined towards them. But in our liberated state, when the, in the soul has natural affinity towards Krishna, that's natural for the soul, Satchid Anand, we are part and partial of Krishna, Mamayivanshe, Jevaloke, Jeev Bhuta, Sanatana, which is our actual natural affinity, which is, we, we have with the Lord and we have forgotten. So it is not difficult to attain Krishna because that's natural to us. Like that's natural for the soul. Like not to uh, to be attached to the Lord. To, uh, so that is not unnatural. This is natural. Something which is natural can be easily attained. We don't have to work too hard to attain something which is natural. And uh, something unnatural. We are what we are trying to attain here, in this material world, in this our conditioned state, something unnatural which is difficult. So, but it is uh, like for child, uh, so example can be given, if, if uh, a small child has no difficulty being with the parents, because, but that same child starts crying when he or she is separated from parents, because being with the parents is natural for the child. Same thing, like if the fish is in water, that's a natural ambient atmosphere for the fish to be in water. fish has no problem in living in water forever. So, but fish outside the water is unnatural for the fish. So it's very stressful situation, very extreme, miserable situation for the fish being out of water. So same thing, happiness for the human beings happiness or for the human beings, we are all, that's natural to us. Soul in its original state, original state, original constitutional position is sachid anand. So it is bliss, that Ananda is very very natural to us. That's why when we all of us, we are trying to look for that same happiness, same <coughs> Ananda, same bliss, but we don't get uh, but we when we are here like you know, when we don't get it we are stressed we are in anxiety we are not happy we are miserable because that's unnatural to us like you know? being happy being blissful being in ananda is natural for us so something which is natural is very easy uh, and uh, to attain but something which is unnatural is difficult to attain and krishna the the, the our affinity to Krishna is is, uh, uh, is very natural. It says, nitya siddha krishna bhakti sadhya kabu noe. We are the dasa we the servants of the Lord. So we are the eternal servants of the Lord. So with that, nitya siddha krishna bhakti sadhya kabhu noe, travanadi chitta sundhya karavayudhoye that is our position. This is nitta siddha krishna bhakti. That is uh, natural to us. This nitta siddha, we don't have to do anything for it. We have to just uh, remove what destroy those illusions which we have, uh, which we have otherwise soul in its original state. This uh, is nitta siddha krishna bhakti. We are all the servants of the Lord. So for devotional service is very very natural to us. So that's the first point. Second point, Prabhupada is saying in the purport, He urged them, Narad Muni. He is Narad Muni. He urged them to follow their older brothers, if they were at all affectionate toward them. He says that the word used here is Urged Them. Urging. Urging is different than requesting or asking or advising. Urging shows that intensity. Urging shows that intensity or seriousness like that. So, Prabhupada is using this word urge, to shows seriousness, intensity of Narad Muni's request or ask that matter of self, because Narad Muni knows that matter of self-realization is serious business. In fact, it is the only business in this human form of life. So, for all of us, it is the only business in this human form of life. So, so this urging is very, very, like, it shows the serious, the urgency, the intensity of the request. So, uh, example can be given, like, sometimes we see that, how the parents and teachers are urging us, when we are, Growing up, we, they, we are being we urged, or they were urging us to study and so that we can pass the entrance exam for our medical or engineering or chartered accountancy or whatever, so we can have good life. So that's his urging. So here, Narad Muni is urging savalaswas. So Srila Prabhupada gives another example of seriousness like now. So says Srila um, he gives the example of that when he was in, on jalduta when he was coming to America, he was in The Captain Pandeya was in charge of the ship. So Captain, uh, being a captain, probably being captain is a serious business. So many lives depend on the decisions made by the captain. It is a serious business to see that ship is sailing in the right direction. And Prabhupada found that uh, Captain Pandya, like Prabhupada was on the ship, and Captain Pandya, he saw Captain Pandya, most of the time he was in his control room, looking at different charts, maps, instruments, and making sure that ship is sailing in the right direction. Even uh, a small, even a small deviation from the Direction the ship is sailing. Uh, ship can go to uh, reach a different uh, destination or different locations. That's very very important when you are in the sea. And those of us who have been to cruise, you see that if you see in the sea this water, the vast amount of water all around, it's very difficult. We have no clue about the which direction we are moving. Right. Like. So this is, but captain he knows, captain he knows what direction he's sailing, what track he has to follow, and when a small deviation, it may go somewhere else. If something happens, then immediately the course correction, the course is corrected to bring it back to the right direction. So this is ship of our life, ship of our material life. We should also be TV. It's a serious business. The point what he uh, uh, this Prabhupada is trying to make here is, is self-realization, attaining the Lord, going back Godhead, is a serious business. So this is ananya cintayantomaam yadala paripasate tesham nitryayukta naam yog che chem yogak chema vakami So we see that just be, uh, Silla silapropad in one of the room conversation he says that this uh, whole this uh, material existence is the based around the the, the attraction between the male and female so MITHUNI TAYOR MITHO AHAM It says that PUNSA, so the male and female, the both are attracted by this uh, sex uh, desire, like And that is, the both are being spoiled. So this is spiritual life, or the material life is based around this attraction between the male and female a material existence, but we have to follow the rules and regulations of devotional service, being very, very serious to get out of it. So, so this is, Prabhupada, Prabhupada, Prabhupada says in one of his lectures, that if Sri trimad Bhagavatam is heard in that seriousness, right? Parikshit Maharaj, in, in that seriousness, that Parikshit, like Parikshita Maharaj did, Parikshit Maharaj attained salvation in seven days. If you don't become serious, it may take many many years. So we should be serious, more than Parikshit Maharaj and Shukadeva Goswami Because Pariksit Maharaj had seven days, but we don't know if even if we have seven minutes, there are so many instances we see around that we don't know, we are not sure about how much time we have. We may not have even seven minutes while the Pariksit Maharaj had seven days. So we may not, so we must, and that's Prabhupada is making a point here, that is why we should, we must take it seriously. This is, and this is the business of a Guru. They speaking strong words, that is what we see, this preacher, sometime they preacher or spiritual master is uses the strong words, speaking strong words for attracting our attention. Knowing those us, we are Kalyuga Prani, Kalyuga jivas. just for attracting our attention, he is using those strong words to make us. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, can we... Put ourselves on the note. So a spiritual master urges us, spiritual master urges us like uh, he knows the seriousness like now because first because it is serious business, and secondly, because Narad Muni here, like Muni preaching to Savashwas because he uh, uh, two things like one is uh, the serious business secondly like no, the, all these uh, pure devotees like they feel sorry to see the miseries of living entities they saw Dharabini especially, he saw here that how the sublatswars were qualified with the same tapasya what they did to go back to Godhead, attain the like our supreme goal of our life but they are they are doing that just to get some material sense gratification just to beget children. That was the second point. The third point is Narad Muni followed this tactic of reminding them of their family relationship with the Hariyaswas. So Narad, the, the word here used is tactic. So Narad Muni followed this tactic of reminding them, reminding swas uh, of their family relationship with the Hariyatswas, why the word "tactic" is used by Prabhupada here in the purport? If you see this word meaning, the dictionary meaning of "tactic" is an action or strategy carefully planned to achieve a specific end. So this is this is not uh, the Naraduni has tactic means something which is strategically. Strategically planned to attain the end goal. End goal was inspiring Savlaswas to go back, uh, go back to Godhead to become uh, follow the Nivrati Mark. There are two marks. There are two paths, two mark, or two paths. What we see in this, our scriptures describe this Nivrati Mark and Pravrati Mark. Theachha was uh, the following the pravarti marg. Pravarti marg can be varnashram system. When you are following the scripture, Daccha was not doing some something which was uh, against the scriptures. Daccha was following the scripture. Daccha was doing but he was following the pravarti marg. His goal was to enjoy uh the sense gratification here and also slowly slowly progress. So it's called Pravati mark, which is also but that praverti mark all this is recommended it is also recommended by by the scriptures but that's a very slow process can take like so many lifetimes. Nice and Nivrati Marg is a path of renunciation. Like that path of renunciation it's very, very fast process. It's a stairs versus elevator. So this is the idea here. Tath Narad Muni saw that the these Savlashwa they were showing certain they have purified themselves doing going through this, these strict austerities. So they are qualified now to straight away take the elevator, going elevator off, which goes uh, takes us back to Godhead. And instead of taking these stairs and is spending probably hundreds of lifetimes before we are completely purified. So, that's a slow process. So, he saw their submission and love towards their elder brothers. He wanted to use that. If you see the Narada Muni has have that ability to preach everyone in a different way. Narada Muni, you see the, how he preached Dhruva Maharaj. He gave him the mantra and asked him to go and chant the mantra. How he preached the Haratswa, the elder brothers of it he gave, he narrated that allegorical story allegorical story to them, and uh, that is how he preached to them. but now here somewas he is just doing very simple preaching, he just telling them. Uh uh yeah, you are so affectionate. You love your brothers, like no, you are so affectionate to your brothers, so why don't you follow their path? Like yeah, just go and follow their path. So the very, very simple preaching he did here. So this is so here he the goal is Krishna niveshiyati. So this is like no whatever the so preaching sometimes like no this is we follow if we don't adjust our Preaching to based on the audience, based on the the person we are preaching, sometimes over preaching and under preaching they both are not good. Over preaching sometimes we see that the people are over preached. The first time people come to the temple and they are told, Oh, you have to do sixteen rounds, you have to follow four regulatory principles. Yeah, if you join a school then you cannot even have tea, coffee, everything, no onion, no garlic, like it, it becomes so much for that person coming first time the temple he pro, he thinks like oh, okay this is not for me. This is not for me a second time you never see him in the temple. So this is called over preaching like right now. So we have to uh so Narad Muni he knows as a preacher, as a perfect preacher because Narad Muni knows how much to preach, when to preach, how to preach, what to preach what to be what words to use in speaking and all that he's perfect in that and that's why it is said Narad Munis, pure devotees like Narad Munis, their words they don't go waste. For us, the the deophyte preachers like now, they have like the same preaching style. They don't uh, uh, probably uh, uh, we don't have that ability to adjust our preaching based on the person. We are preaching, or uh, the uh, group of persons we are preaching, uh, based on our audience. So this is uh, to similarly like now. This is the we should also. Uh, so this is like uh, we should see that how uh, not only preaching others, how we can also engage, improve our devotional service. How can we improve the quality of our chanting? How can we improve the service? Our service to the Vesnav, the devotees, all this and our service to our spiritual master, how we can please this spiritual master more, how we can follow his instructions better, what to do, what not to do, but uh, because there is so much of distraction in this material world, so we should also be tactful, tactful, again like tactful, to continue advancing Krishna consciousness. So Narad Muni is using the word tact here. Tactic, the so Narad Muni is using that strategy of preaching them to achieve the end goal of redirecting them towards from Pravarti Mark to Nibrati Mark. So Narad Muni is engaged in so the fourth point. The so fourth point is Narad Muni is engaged in distributing this fruit of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam and therefore instructed Vyāsadeva to write Bhāgavat Pūrān. So this is, Prabhupāda is saying in the purport, he is making this point that Narad Muni is engaged in distributing this fruit of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam is something very, very special. So, we all, as a student of Srimad Bhagavatam, we know that it's a, say, nigam Tarur, galitam phalam. So, it's a ripened, galitam phalam. Galitam is ripened, fruit of what? Fruit is of the tree of Vedic knowledge. If Vedic knowledge is considered as a tree, the, what is the best part of a tree? The best part of a tree is its fruit. And what is the best fruit, which is ripened? The ripe fruit is the best fruit, which can be relished, which can, which is sweet. Ripe. The raw fruit is not typically not sweet, but ripened fruit is is sweet. So we can relish it. The person who is eating the fruit. But what is even better than that? What is even better than that? The, The fruit which has been packed or which has been eaten by the parrot. So what the fruit which has been packed by the parrot becomes even sweeter, mm-hmm. even much sweeter than the ripened fruit, and that fruit is considered the best fruit. So here the mm-hmm. Sri goswami is this the uh, Bhagavatam is a fruit, is a ripened fruit, but when it is in, it has been packed by Uh, The parrot has become even sweeter and uh, uh, packed by the parrot means it has been spoken by Sukhadeva Goswami. It has touched the mouth or the words of Sukhadeva Goswami, so it has become even sweeter like that. It has uh, a very, very special position. It is called Mahapuran. Out of all the 18 Puranas, this is called Mahapuran. Mahapurana Bhagavata Nirma. We hear that in the Bhagavata Marti. So it's called Mahapuran. We want to relish, then we should hear this uh, Sri Srimad Bhagavatam in Parampara. So we should hear and read the in Parampara. Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. So Prabhupada, in one of the paraport, he says that. Daily hearing of Srimad Bhagavatam, Krishna at once gets arrested in the heart of the devotee. That Supreme Personality of Godhead, it uh, gets arrested in the heart of the devotee. It is so powerful. So this is, we are so blessed to have such literature, which can dissolve all the illusions in our mind and can dissolve the influences of our, our body. Our body, the, the booth the gross body and the subtle body. The, point, uh, the next point, the fifth point, Prabhupada is making in this purport is he instructed Vyasadeva to write this Mahapuran, Srimad Bhagavatam, for the benefit of ignorant human society. Using this word, ignorant human society, so instructing instructed Vyasadeva to write this Mahapuran, Srimad Bhagavatam, for the benefit of ignorant human society. Silla so Prabhupada, the ignorance, so this is, if you, if, if we read that in Nectar of Devotion also, how the ignorance is cause of all the miseries. Which is how the ignorance, like uh, because of ignorance, we get uh, engaged in sense gratification, we incur so many sins, and then those sins become vijam, kutam, and finally they manifest in our not only the sinful reactions but also in our proclivity to sin further. So, with proclivity to sin further. But uh, in one of the purports, in Srimad Bhagavatam, Prabhupada talks about these five types of ignorance. So ignorance is the cause of all our miseries, but the, those Prabhupada is talking about the five types of ignorance. And he says that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu specially came to teach us this. The first term, ignorance, first type of ignorance is accepting the body as oneself. Conceding me and mine. considering this body as me and considering the relations, anyone connected with this body and mine. So accepting the body as oneself. So that is called bodily conception of life. is uh, the example can be given, uh, we give that example of a bird in a cage. Prabhupada calls it a cage policing civilization. Every majority of the population is engaged in polishing the case and completely forgotten the bird inside the case. They are not feeding the bird. The bird. They are not feeding the bird. They are engaged. They are. They are focusing only on polishing the case. The case looks very beautiful, but if you don't feed the bird, bird is going to die we are all like this uh, in Kaliyuga. we see this majority of population, how we are engaged in gratifying our body, enjoying, we are gratifying our senses. And, but completely ignoring our soul, not feeding the bird, completely ignoring the soul. Com- so this is, uh, this happens when we accept the cage itself. The, the bird, so we just ignore the bird. We accepting the cage is all in all. Cage is everything. So that is the first ignorance. The second type of ignorance is making material sense gratification at one's standard of enjoyment. So making material sense gratification at one's standard of enjoyment. So this is. Everyone is after this material sense gratification. Bhagavad Gita Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Bhogeshwarya prasaktanam taya aparat sam Vavasayatmika buddhi samadhau na vidhiyate So Bhogeshwarya prasaktanam, so Bhoga nashwaraya. Bhoga, mm? sense gratification and material opulence, if person is too much attached to that, then Vyavasayatmika buddhi samadhauna vidite, then it, it's, not possible that the, it's not possible to focus or take up to the Krishna Consciousness. And Vyavasayatmika uh, buddhi, the determined intelligence or resolute determination for devotional service does not take place. Kunti Maharani also says, Janma Aishwara Suti Sri Yeta Madha Manu Puman, he said, one who is after Jan, Ashwara Shruti and Sri, he cannot get Krishna. So both same thing, bhoga ashwara prasakta nam taya aparat keta So this is the third type of ignorance, is being full of anxiety. Being full of anxiety, like now, we are not supposed to be in anxiety. If we are situated in our original constitutional position as like this soul, this, uh then uh, then we are such so anam, we don't uh, we are not supposed to have this anxiety it's uh, our situation is because we are conditioned this uh, all this anxiety comes from our bodily conception of life because we have uh, we have we are considering or we have we have this body as our oneself, that is why all this anxiety comes so The example is given that boy has a Rich father, but he has forgotten his father. He's forgotten his relationship with his father. His father is very rich, billionaire. But, uh, and this son, his son, this boy, has forgotten his relationship with his father, who his father is, and he has no money. So, in this, now he's identifying with his material situation, so he remains in anxiety. This is the same situation for us. Forgotten our eternal relations with Lord Krishna, and we are identifying with our material situation like this boy, so he remains in anxiety. The moment this boy is
0: reminded,
1: his memory comes back, he's reminded of his relationship with his billionaire father, his anxiety will evaporate in a second, in a moment, it doesn't take time. Same thing, we like, if we, we, are uh, we, we read it. We know we read it, but we have not realized it. We are not in that situation. We keep on reading, like, "No, how we are uh, uh, the eternal servant of the Lord. How we are related to the Lord. How is the seed giving father? He is our eternal for everything." But we don't have realization. We don't have realization that we are not in, in, on that platform. But so uh, we are not able to realize that we don't have realization. So we have to. So once we have that, when Krishna is, we have to remember. We have to always remember Krishna is so, so, so loving. He is like we are. We are his children. Like and Krishna wants us to come back to him, come back to our eternal home more than we want to go there. Like now. Krishna is always, and he is very supreme. He is our supreme well he is accompanying us in every body, every species, whatever abominable species we may take, uh, take on. He is a supreme protector. He is a protector. He is protecting us. He is our real well-wisher. This is like children, they are never in anxiety. The small children, when they are never, they are never in anxiety when they are as they dependent on their parents completely when you are dependent on the child is dependent on the parents parents they make sure that the, the, the all his needs are taken care of. and we see that all of us we have a family we have children and we know that but when the same child when the same children when they grow up then they they become less dependent on the parents they are less dependent on the parents they are on their own they are more Independent. That is how. Uh, then they are in more. They are in anxiety and stress. Similarly, if we depend completely on the Lord, completely we surrender, we completely de- become dependent on the Lord. Then it, Then our well-being, our taking care of our needs becomes the Lord's responsibility. Yoga chem vaham He says. So, when we become, so this is the whole process what we are following, the devotional service is to surrender to the Lord. To become, surrender to the Lord means to become dependent on Him for everything. Then all our needs, all our problems, all our anxiety become His anxiety, His problems, His needs. So, this is the transformation which needs to happen. So, we know. We know that we, are, we read in Bhagavad Gita as a devotee, we read in Bhagavad Gita that we are not this body, we are the soul, Krishna is our protector, but our realisation is missing. Our realisation is missing, which will, which, uh, and that realisation uh, will come with nityam, Bhagwat sevaya, and improving the quality of our chanting. The fourth type, fourth type of ignorance is lamentation. So lamentation, so chaos. lamentation? Is constantly thinking, I don't have this, I don't have that. Like uh, so, so we keep on thinking about. Okay, my neighbor has got this one, my friend has got this one, my brother has got this one, but I don't have this. They are better than me. Like, I also need to uh, uh, should have that. But think about if you change your thought process. Whatever we we don't have, we are going to lose anyway in a few years like How many years we have left in, in, in our life, this life is very very short. So this is we, whatever we don't have, even if we have, we are going to lose it in a few years like Now Our real lamentation should be that I don't have Radha and Krishna. How can I have the love of the Lord? How can we have this love of the Lord? no power, loving relationships, how can we be, uh, how can we have Radha and Krishna? That should be our real lamentation. Fifth uh, type of ignorance, what Prabhupada talks in the Taha'i this is not in this purport, but in the purport somewhere else in Trimad Bhagavatam, says thinking that something is beyond absolute truth. That's another type of ignorance, thinking that something is beyond the absolute truth. There is no nothing beyond the absolute truth, and that's what says. All the scripture they're saying again and again and again. Matta partaram nanya kinchidat dharanjaya Bhuktaram ram yagata Sarva maheshwaram. Lord says again and again. So, something, just thinking that there's something beyond the absolute truth, something beyond the Lord. Lord Krishna is is an ignorance, and when when we th- when the the if someone is thinking there's something beyond the Lord, he is thinking about there's something we have to go beyond the Lord to become happy, which is uh, an ignorance. So this is Lord Chaitanya, The teachings of Lord Chaitanya, Prabhupada says, dedicate these five types of ignorance, the devotional service, Devotional engaging in devotional service, pure devotional service, eradicate these five types of ignorance. So these were the five types of ignorance. And then the sixth point in the purport, and the last point in the purport, uh, Prabhupada makes, is that the material miseries of the entity are superfluous with him can be directly mitigated by the linking process of devotional service. The material misery of living entity, which is superfluous to him. Superfluous means what? The dictionary meaning of the superfluous is unnecessary. So this material misery is unnecessary, they are unnatural to us. We have taken upon those life. We are, because we know, we live in our uh, liberated condition. The soul is such anand, we are part and parcel of the Lord. We have the same quality as the Lord. Such so we have these miseries, tell me why are we getting these misery? Because we are we are considering our body as our own me and mine, and that's why we are having these miseries like we are we are suffering. But we are superfluous, it's unnecessary for the soul like now. And it can be mitigated by the devotional service. So that's the point. So we are not here to suffer at all. We have taken this this sufferings on us and we have we think that we have to deal with this right now. So now we are drowning in the ocean of suffering right Instead of being in the ocean of bliss, we're drowning in the ocean of suffering. And it is it is impossible to come out of this ocean of suffering without the right knowledge which comes from cinema Bhagavatam, It comes from Bhagavad Gita, comes from our script. So, we are a material ocean. We can't, uh, when we are in the ocean life, we know that we, we can't swim in the ocean life. We will be swept away by the strong, those waves of the ocean life. We need help when we are drowning in the ocean. And this help it a call away. We have to. We have the call. Krishna the is there. Be waiting for our call to pick up. Nobody is looking for a genuine call. One call and Krishna will be there. He says in Bhagavad Gita, "Tesham am samudharta sansar Bhavami na Without any delay, immediate. I will pick them up. I will pick them up from Vritti Sansar Sagat. I will deliver them from this ocean of material sufferings. Bhavam ina chirat Without any delay, chirat without any delay, immediately. The moment, as soon as we surrender to Him and call Him genuinely, Krishna is here to protect us as our well-wisher, as our. material miseries misery can directly be mitigated by devotional service. So one should there's uh, more of a reason we should take up to Krishna consciousness seriously. So Narad Muni is here in this. Uh, that we should make full use of the opportunity we have in this human form, It's is very very rare. So this is the and a, uh, So this is uh, and ensure that we go back to God and His very life, and then our life will be successful. Hare Krishna. I'll stop here. Thank you very much for your time. And we can discuss any questions. Which, uh, if we have any questions, we can discuss here. But if you'd like to share any realizations, comments, uh, we can discuss now. Jai. Thank you, Prabhuji. Uh, Please accept my the salutations special program Guru Maharaj. It was a wonderful class, and uh, so many methods and ways in the right direction for preaching, which you emphasise. It was really good. Uh, thank you so much, everybody And uh, uh, I'll request any other devotees if anyone has any co- questions, they can come forward. Thank you,
0: Guruji. Welcome come Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Hare Krishna such a nice class Hare Krishna the way Devanar Muni preaches how we can draw lessons from him uh, how he modulates his uh, uh, tone uh, uh, relating to the, to the time and circumstances uh, right. So it's so nice, uh, uh, but uh, like one one question, like he is, he was not uh, successful in uh, uh, making a kamsa a devotee. So, so sometimes he, uh, uh, there may be failures. Even if times, circumstances circumstances, will do modulation, right?
1: Yeah. Right. Sometimes, like no, there, the, uh, like uh, the, the, yeah, there was a question when the daksha had the darshan of the Lord, he pleased with Hans prayers, to Lord, and Lord, he, he appeared, and Lord blessed him. But still, Daksha was engaged in this uh, fruitive activities, like right? So, there are so many reasons sometimes, like I was reading at one, uh, one place, someone was saying that Daksha in his previous birth, because he had offended Lord Shiva, and that is why he was still has a strong